We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through them, I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to The Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. There's a diabolical plot of the enemy to make us conscious of our nakedness. And if I could tie this into reason, I'm still talking about reason, that for Adam and Eve... Their reasoning worked through the filter of their nakedness. Their nakedness defined how they reasoned. And I want to say to you in here tonight and to Denzel that we are still allowing our nakedness to make decisions for us. We are rationalizing and moving through life through the lens of our nakedness. I, I got some Ds. How much Ds I got? One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, I didn't count them. If I had to count them, I'd have prayed longer for seven. You know, I like seven. But I got six Ds um, that are connected or that are represented by the idea of being naked. Because I want us to understand this concept of naked. And everyone in this room has at least... I don't even put a number. Plenty areas of nakedness. We all have them. Number one, deficiencies. Things that we don't do good. And we know this, that we hide our deficiencies. I am Pastor Dan's role, I am Bishop Dan's role. Most things that I was a part of, I was the leader. Um, growing up, when I grew up in the 90s, um, and to now, a big thing church groups do, because we can go clubbing, what church groups just do, church groups, watch this, we go for pizza, we go bowling. What do we do? You know, this, the things change now, but that's what we do. We used to go to, you remember Village Lanes? Come on, man. There you go. That's, that's, that's big time. You know, you plan for that. That announced a couple of weeks out. You know, you meeting the whole youth group, we gain bowling. Oh, come on, man. I hated it. Always, to now, hate it. Ask me why. I can't bowl. No. No. We're going to trade but now we go away. Man, we ain't doing nothing tonight. Let's go bowling. Nope. Because I don't like to expose my deficiency. I don't want, I don't want to talk about my pastor Carl we play, we play all them names. Pastor, pastor Bowl, the average was 47. No one got up. So, so I can protect me from that kind of criticism 
So, so <laughs> I can hide whenever that is threatened. Number, number two. Okay, before I go to number one, anybody get any deficiencies? And it's okay when your deficiencies is shared with everybody. But it hurts when everybody else seems to be strong at your deficiency. Say so if, if dancing with the friends going bowling and everybody do 40, everybody bowl 45. That's cool, we have a good time. And this one, 180, 160. Now this has never happened because I've never gone. <laughs> if they plan on going, go. It will be and friends. <laughs> Denzel ain't coming. You ain't gonna me. So, so your deficiency is okay if it's everybody deficiency. And painfully enough, <laughs> most of us tend to connect with people that share our deficiencies. Keep on going. Um, so what can happen is we can stay weak in that area together. You, come on, that's only one. You got six, five more. How much more? The next one is our diseases. I said it the way I want to say it. Diseases. Cross disease. We know what that is. Our sicknesses. Our ailments. Nakedness speaks to that, whatever that dis-ease is. And I can speak from the standpoint of sickness. Um, and never forget, this person came to me, and this happened several times since then, um, and saying, now, Pastor, you're the only person I tell in this to, um, um, because I believe in God to do this and that. And so I ain't telling nobody else, because um, I stay in strong in faith. I said, can you tell the truth of me now? She said, what you mean? I said, you're afraid. That's why I ain't telling nobody. And then she started crying in my office. Because we say it's, it's, it's I stand in the faith, so I don't want nobody to break my faith. I ain't in faith. You scared. And this ease has a way of doing that to us. And so we hide it. Let's keep on going. Keep on going. Because I, I have plenty more to go, and I can do this lesson, then we'd be out of time. You all still here? My discomforts. There are some things that we do well that we just ain't comfortable doing. So discomfort don't necessarily mean bad things. I'm just not comfortable doing things. And, and um, the truth of the matter is none of us like to do what makes us uncomfortable. We all move to the place of comfort. We will fight to protect our peace, regardless of whatever that peace is. And it could be a bad peace, but it's ours. Some of you, watch this, this is so crazy. You actually, oh my God, this is so good. Stay here, look at, let's look straight. Don't look down when I say this, don't even laugh, just look straight. That some of us have comfort foods. We have comfort foods, and we ain't getting rid of them food for our ma. 
Watch this. And we don't even realize that when life happens to us, we, re- we go to our comfort food. Some of us eating our way into sickness and don't realize that whenever we get depressed, we eat. We don't even realize it's happening, and we run to that comfort food. And so this, this nakedness is, is, is sometimes getting there and, and pulling that place of comfort away from us. Some of us, our comfort is noise to the point where we can't go to sleep in silence. We can't drive the car in silence. All of us got, got this place of comfort. And so the discomfort is when you lose whatever that place is. Some of us got people in our life that ain't no good for us, but then they are comfortable. Stay straight. Stay straight. I gave you all plenty of time to shout and holler. We had a good shout today, but we ain't shouted in a long time. Now that we didn't get the shout out, let's, let's get them bad things out of our brains. Let's expose some of these delicate areas of our life. That we have people in our lives that are not good for us, but they have become our place of comfort. And we will fight you tooth and nail to protect that. Because that's what makes us comfortable. Some of us will not apply for a new job for fear of being denied, and you know your job that you have is the only job you have. You can't stand it, but you become so comfortable that you wouldn't even apply for something else. Don't let them give you one 2% raise. It was one? I thought it was two. Lord Jesus, it's one. They don't even make the one? Lord Jesus. But you, and what the devil devil has, has flashed you, you in the mirror. I didn't say it wrong. He flashed you, you. So, you know how you just flash people? He let you flash yourself. And you saw yourself, and you say, I can't get another job, so let me stay in the same job. My God, you wouldn't even apply. Because you have made yourself comfortable. And whenever you find yourself making you pump your brakes, because you were never designed to make you. When you start making you happy and making you comfortable and making you feel safe and all all the making, whenever you find yourself busy making you, you have taken on a job that was never yours. You have slipped over into idolatry. Because idolatry is when you do for you what God's supposed to do for you. I like this church. Write this down. I was never supposed to make me. Some of y'all make yourself wife. You made you made yourself husband. 
trying to make you. There's a wonderful story told in the book, I believe it is, in the book of Jeremiah, that speaks of a porter that has this clay on the wheel. And he, he is the one that forms the clay. He makes it how he has designed it to be. Isaiah 45, when God was, was, was warning us, and, and preachers who don't read their Bible, and no, they're preaching to people who don't read their Bible, so nobody's read their Bible, so preachers get away with saying this, that God says, command ye me. How many of you heard before? God says, command ye me. So whatever you want, just go ahead and command God, read your Bibles. Don't be dumb. They say, don't be dumb. Yeah, don't be dumb. Read it because you're repeating things somebody say and they talk in foolishness. Let me go there. Go to Isaiah 45. I just like prove these things out because so I, so, um, y'all don't just think I mean. But we got to expose this. Isaiah 45, he says, um, that says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and his maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of, the work of my hands command ye me and we take that to mean that God is saying command ye me and God is literally saying in this text how dare you because when you read up he says this watch this woe unto him verse 9 woe unto him that striveth with his maker let the pots herd strive with the pots herds of the earth shall the clay say to him that fashion it what makest thou Shall the clay tell the person who made the clay, what you doing? Or thy work, he hath no hands. You made the wrong doll. What were them that say unto his father, what begettest thou? Or to the woman, what hast thou brought forth? And then we get to verse number 11. He's saying, you got the nerve, because this began with God choosing somebody to anoint who the people didn't approve of. And the people saying, God, you shouldn't anoint. You know how we used to get mad when God anoints certain people? Because, like, God, you should have given that to me and not them. Or y'all don't know that. Getting mad at who God cho choose to make prosperous, who God choose to make wealthy, who God choose to give spouse, who God choose to give good spouse. And why I ain't getting that? And why I didn't get the new house. And why I didn't get the raise on the job. And, and he's saying that, let's go back. I, I, can, I can leave that for now. He says, how dare you try to make you when you are clay and I am porter? Discomforts. Let me give you another example where God says he's supposed to make us. Go to Genesis chapter 12. This is in my notes, but I just feel it coming. Verse 1, 2, 2, 2, 2. And I will make of thee. One more time. And I will make of thee. Who will make you? God. God says, I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. Ooh, and look at this one. 
And I will do what? And make thy name great. How many of you are trying to make a name for yourself? You're trying to make a name for yourself on your job. Make a name for yourself in society. And God said, look, 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 look at this. You're, you're, what is your comedian name? Kevin Hart. You'll say Kevin Hart. Look at this. <laughs> it's Kevin Hart, right? Yeah. God said in heaven, God tell him, hey, just come here. Look, look at this. Jesus, look at it. Look, look at Shaquille. Look how I'm making this up. Look, look at her. Look at Amy. God said, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I can watch this movie. Let me watch you make you. Okay. Which one I was on? Discomforts. Um, what's the first one? Next one. Next one. All right, this is the next one. This is a big one. Disappointments. Your nakedness speaks to disappointments in your life. When I share about apathy, I talk about how um, I had been disappointed so much as a child that I became apathetic. So many promises broken that I don't expect people to keep their word. And that has been my fail-safe mechanism, Shay. So what I do is, Shay says, Pastor, I can give you $500 on Friday. I say, okay, hey, thank you so much. And then when you go, I say, okay, well. That's my wiring. I have to work against that. Literally, I have to pray against that, Amy, because I've been wired that way, because I've been disappointed so many times that now when things are said to me, and that became a problem because there are a lot of prophecies over Denzel that are not going to be fulfilled because Denzel will even receive a prophetic word and say, yeah, whatever. Preach Denzel. There have been prophecies declared over my life, and because I have been so disappointed in life that you could prophesy over me, and I say, yeah, all right, Eric, God bless you. And I will even go to you in church. Thank you. Glory. And you go on the line, they start prophesying, and you raise your hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory. And you really want to know when they finish. Finish? finish? Yeah. Amen. And you don't walk away fast. So you, when they finish, you stop, and you let them walk away for a little while. And then you just slow back with an altar. You know, because you don't want to do it quick, because you really, in your mind. <laughs> but you know, you wait till they go to the next person on the line, and you say, oh, Hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you. Hallelujah, glory to God. And then, you, you know this one? Hallelujah. Uh, that's the one. You clap, you know? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah. Talk to me, talk to me. And you, you got to do the clap off. You're clapping off. Hallelujah. Go. Yes, sir. Glory to God. All I mean is whatever. How many of us like me get a life, a past that's filled with disappointments? Like you just being disappointed by so many people, being let down by so many people. You put confidence in so many things that didn't come through. And so you just condition yourself to say whatever. Watch this. Y'all ain't gonna live it behind. But this one, for a lot of you, the people that have been letting you down is God. Oh, look at them. He was, boy, I, wouldn't, I, I can't let God see me lift my hand. I can't let, I gotta hide that from God. You're, you're trying to hide your nakedness. Because you're trying to hide from God that you're disappointed with Him.
A lot of us just read the story of the children of Israel and get mad. But they're so silly, but God gave them bread from heaven. God take them over the red. They're so stupid, they're always complaining. I mean, there's a shame when they say all these things God do for them. And a lot of us right here saying, God, why didn't you leave me like that? Why didn't you leave me? Why you had to call me out in that church? Give me a prophetic word. The pastor says, pray over me to now be in the place I am now. Why didn't you leave me right there in Egypt? Because at least in Egypt, I had no expectation. I knew what Egypt was going to give me. And now you bring me in this place now called the roller coaster. And you all living in the roller coaster? Church is the high point. Leave church by Wednesday. Plunge down again. And your only hope is the next high point. And you're only waiting. You're only waiting. You're only waiting. You're only waiting. Am I doing okay tonight? You'd be like, no, not really. It's really painful. <laughs> but we got to open it up. Let's open it up so we can fix it. You, uh, um, I, I, I was told this, that... Um, Whatever the wound is, it needs to be open to be on it. Not, you got to clean it. You got to get all the stuff out of it in order for it to heal properly. If not, it will close up but still be infected. And a lot of us have been going around with all kinds of infection on the inside of all kinds of things growing because every growth is not natural. Some growths are poisonous. <laughs> That's good. Okay, and then I can just keep, I can just rush through these last two because I don't get to the end. Um, our disabilities. These are handicaps that we were born with. That we had no say in them. Our disabilities, we can't even fix them. These handicaps in our lives. There's some things about me that's just me. And I wish it wasn't me, but it is me. And I, I could kind of point out examples about this, that there are some things, it's a disability. Watch this. Um, I call disability whatever happens to you in life that was beyond your control, but now you're a victim of whatever it was. Because it was outside of your ability. Some of our proclivities are our disability. Because we didn't choose to like what we like or to be the way we are, we just are. We are victims of our upbringing, victims of our environment, victims of our parentage, and now we are what we are, and we are living a painful life based on someone else's decisions. Someone like that boy called Mephibosheth. Come on here. He didn't choose to be lame, someone dropped him. He was totally outside of his control. And now he's living in Lodabar when he's really a prince. Because he was dropped. Not just a prince, he was a favorite prince. The king liked him. The king liked his daddy. But because of what someone else did to us. Anybody else get those kind of things in your life where 
well like you are like you paying someone else bill like you paid your light bill but your light getting turned off because somebody else didn't pay the bill that ain't fair but for a lot of us that's our life don't look around you know but that be like, like I didn't even do nothing but something like the story in Daniel chapter 2 I, I, I love this so much Daniel well I mean it's a bad story but I like it Daniel chapter 2 I mean Daniel home watching TV Daniel watching Netflix, having the best life, just finished praying. He prayed three times a day. It's between prayers. Between prayer, he watching he watch Netflix, loving himself, knocking on the door, boom, 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 Come, Daniel, we got to kill you. But I ain't do nothing. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.